I'm so excited to minister uh, the word of the Lord on this morning. And it's very important that we really hear uh, what the spirit will have to say to us as the church. I believe that we're in a prophetic moment. I believe we're in prophetic seasons. And sometimes what happens uh, during uh, defining moments in Christendom, we miss it because we're caught up with the cares of this world. So my prayer is this morning that we we don't miss what God is saying to us. Now, a lot of times when individuals hear the word prophetic, they think about uh, prophecies that's connected to cars, cash, clothes, and cribs. Um, but when I'm speaking of the prophetic this morning, I'm talking about receiving a download from the mind of God, where the heart of God is communicated. The heart of God is on display. And I believe in this season that we're in as the church of God. And when I say that, I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm not talking about the point of praise, family life center specifically. I'm speaking about the body of Christ uh, at large. I believe God is saying some things to us and we really need to be sensitive to what God is saying to us in this season. And so this morning, I want to go to our foundational text found in Genesis of the first chapter, verses 26 through 28. It's a very familiar scripture text uh, to most of us, but I don't want you to be so familiar with the text that you don't hear or catch the revelation that God is given us uh, on today. And so again, we're going to first, I mean, we're going to Genesis, the first chapter, verses 26 through 28. And the Bible reads, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, male, he created them. Excuse me. He cre God created created him male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. This morning, I'm going to preach from this particular subject matter. God's original intent for women. God, or God's original intent for women. Now, as I minister this particular message uh, on this morning, I'm, I'm not trying to uh, disconnect the male species from this, this particular uh, subject matter, but the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me, uh, centered around some things connected to women uh, in this season. Now, I'm not going to be able to unpack everything on today, but I believe I'll be able to lay a little foundation uh, concerning what the Holy Spirit has been saying to me. As we look back at history shows that women have made great strides uh, in the fight for equality, including women's uh, suffrage and inroads in equal opportunity in the workplace and in education. Despite the tremendous progress made in the struggle for gender equality, women still face violence, discrimination, and institutional barriers to equal participation in society and as well as the church. In the employment realm and in the church, laws, workplace policies, legalisms, the traditions of men, and religious dogmas have excluded women from certain jobs, positions, and titles. Ever since the fall of, of mankind, there has been intense warfare between Satan and the woman. 
The enemy has assigned imps to distract women, to demoralize women, to deject women, to discourage women. But I believe with all of my heart in this season that God is realigning women back to their original intent in advancing the kingdom of God. The Bible lets us know in Genesis 3 and 15, and I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. In direct response to the serpent's deception and Adam's and Eve's disobedience, God pronounces curses on each of them as well as on the generations to follow. Again, in Genesis 3, uh, in 15, the, the Bible lets us know, and I will cause hostility between you and the woman. There's a consistent fight between women and the enemy. And then the Bible says, and between your offspring and her offspring. What this denotes is, is that there's a consistent battle between humanity and Satan and his demonic forces. A lot of times, individuals, when they're dealing with warfare, they're thinking that they're dealing with Satan himself. But you're not bad enough to deal with Satan himself. What you're dealing with is falling angels. You're dealing with principalities. You're dealing with spiritual wickedness in high places. And the enemy's assignment is to steal, kill, and destroy. And I believe with all of my heart that Satan has assigned demonic spirits, demonic forces to each and every female. I believe what the enemy has done is he's, 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 he's strategically, glory be to God, he's strategically assigned demons to distract women. I believe he strategically assigned demonic forces uh, to discourage women, to get women off focus and off course uh, from what God has intended for them to produce uh, in the earth. I don't know if you believe it or not, but I believe this world needs women. Your enthusiasm is overwhelming. Let's look at this, this particular text that we read on this morning in Genesis, uh, the first chapter uh, in this, this 26 uh, verse. Let's, let's read this particular text and let's break it down uh, just a little bit because I believe these particular verses is going to back up uh, what God is saying to us uh, on this morning. The Bible lets us know uh, in this 26th verse down to the 28th verse, the Bible says, God, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. The first thing I want us to recognize in these particular verses is that God didn't just give man dominion, but God also gave females dominion. Oh, glory be to God. I'll say that again. God didn't just give man dominion, but God also gave women dominion also. So there was no real separation between male and female. They were designed to dominate in the earth together. And then the Bible says in the 27th verse, it says, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish 
of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now this, this, this is very important because what happens is, first of all, in Genesis, the, the first chapter, and in this 26 through the 28th verse, what God does is he creates male and female spiritually. Ooh, glory to God. And then in the second chapter, around that, that 18 verse and, and, and further, he creates male and female naturally. Ooh, glory be to God. So what he does is he gives both the male and woman, glory to God, dominion in the realm of the spirit first. Ooh, glory be to God. So that they'll have the authority that's necessary for them to dominate in the natural. And what has happened in the body of Christ, what has happened is uh, women have been pushed aside. But I declare and decree that in this season, it will not be so. It will not be so. Just, just, just follow along with me because I'm going somewhere. If you read this particular text, there are several things that you'll find out in Genesis, the first chapter, that 26 through the 31st verse. The first thing that you'll find out is that man was made in the image of God. So male and female was created to lead in this earth. So the Bible says, after God says, let's make man in our own image, he says, let them have dominion. Glory be to God. So one way we reflect the image of God is by allowing women to lead in the earth. Woo, glory to God. Just stay with me. I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere. And then secondly, God commanded both male and female to have dominion. Now, this is very important because uh, both men and women have been given the ability and the authority to lead. So this lets me know that leadership is not gender specific. Oh, glory be to God. Now, now one of the things uh, you want to recognize in this particular text, I'm going somewhere, just follow me. One of the things you want to recognize in this particular text, that God never gave man authority to have dominion over the woman. <laughs> he gave him dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and every creeping thing on the earth but he never told man to dominate woman but i believe what has happened glory be to god in the earth is because of the fall of man whoo, things have gotten out of order but I believe in the season, what God is doing is he's putting things back in order. That's why you see lead women arising in dominant positions, not only in the workplace, but I believe it's about to happen in the body of Christ, that God is about to raise up women and give them influence in the kingdom of God. Just stay with me. And then... We are to rule over the earth, but not necessarily over each other. We were not directed to rule over each other. And I believe what has happened is, what has happened, people of God, is that men have abused their power and their authority over women. Ooh, God. If you study the Bible... One of the things that you will find out in Genesis, the second chapter, that 18th verse, and if you continue to read the verses following, you will find out that the Bible says, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. 
out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, that was its name. And the Bible goes along to say, so Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, to the beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. Now, the Bible lets you know something. Glory to God. The Bible lets you know something as you continue to study these particular verses. One of the things that the Bible lets us know in these particular verses is that, number one, Adam or God created all the living species from the dust of the ground. That's very important. Glory to God. He created all the living species from the dust of the ground. But when it came to the woman, he did not create the woman from the same material he created all the creatures from. Oh, God. I got to walk a little bit. And you may say, why didn't God create the woman from the same material that he created all the other beasts from? It's because the woman is not a beast. Oh, God. <laughs> The woman is not a beast. The woman is not from the wild kingdom. The woman is not wild and crazy and aloof. The woman is more important than all the other species that was created in humankind. And so, and so, and so what happens is, is that Adam was put to sleep. You know the story. Adam was put to sleep. And what happened while Adam was put in a deep sleep, God took the rib out of Adam's side. Now, notice something. He did not take the rib or he did not create the woman out of the mind of man. The reason why he didn't create the woman out of the mind of man, because he did not want man to control the woman. He did not want man to manipulate the woman. He did not want man to dominate over the woman. So he did not allow man to create woman out of his mind. Notice also that God did not utilize the hands of man. The reason why God didn't utilize the hands of man is because God did not want man to abuse the woman. Glory be to God. He did not want man to manipulate the woman. See, I believe with all of my heart that every woman has a destiny in this earth. I believe every woman has a calling. I believe that every woman has a purpose. And what the enemy has done, he has tried to suppress the woman. And then notice God did not utilize the feet to create the woman. It's because God did not want man to walk all over women. And what has happened is women have been stepped on. Glory be to God. Women have been manipulated. Women have been controlled. Women have been pushed aside. Women have been manipulated. Glory be to God. Women have been suppressed. Women have been oppressed. Women have been demoralized. Women have been manipulated. But I believe that in this season that every woman that knows their assignment, every woman that has an anointing on their life, Every woman that has a calling on their life, I believe that God is about to raise women up to prominent places, to places of influence, and the voices of women are about to be heard. You say, all right, pastor. All right, pastor. What about, what about the woman being the helpmate? What about the woman 
being the weaker vessel? What about the woman submitting to her husband? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Because a lot of those scriptures have been taken out of context. Glory be to God. They've been taken out of context. Because the submission piece is not about the woman downsizing who she is. It's not about the woman downplaying who she is. Submission is about I know who I am. Glory be to God. And because I know who I am, I willingly choose to come under your authority. And the reason why I willingly choose to come under your authority and the reason why I'm willing to submit to who you are is because you know who you are. (laughs) And because you love me in such a way that I want you to lead me because I can trust you. But it's not about man dominating a woman. And what has happened In the church world, what has happened even in the workplace, and I I believe the church needs to be a better example of showing the world that women, glory be to God, should be allowed to lead without being looked at different than a man. And see, in church, the church world, what has happened is, glory to God, because (laughs) of insecurities, because of religious dogma and man-made traditions, y'all not talking back to me now, the woman has been suppressed And they've used another scripture out of context. And that scripture is women need to keep silent in the church. And that's not what Paul meant. Y'all going to stay with me? Am I doing all right? If I'm preaching good, just give me one honk. Just give me one honk. Now, what Paul was suggesting was, what had happened if you look at the history of that, is that The women at that particular time was talking out of place. The men were up talking and trying to bring order to certain matters. And there were women that just was spewing out stuff and saying different things. So Paul was saying, hold up, we got to get some order in here. Glory to God. What I need to happen right now is I need the women to keep silent so the man can speak and bring order. But he wasn't saying that the woman shouldn't have anything to say in the church. Oh, God. And the workplace, I'm almost done, has taken on that same mindset of trying to control women, only allowing women to go so far in the workplace because men are sometimes intimidated by women that are smarter than them. Oh, God. Ooh, God. And so he'll try to, a man will try to suppress sometime a woman and say, no, 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 you just do this, and you can operate right here. You can function right here. Can I free the women of the point of praise real quick? Can I free you real quick? You don't have to worry about a pastor that's intimidated by you because I'm not intimidated by you because if you have an assignment and that assignment is connected to the vision of this house and you can help us facilitate the kingdom of God and the vision that God has given me as your leader, by all means, uh, I'm ready to loose you and let you go because that's on the mind and the heart of God. Now, let me close this, because I know some of you are saying, what in the world does any of this stuff have to do 
with Mother's Day? I'm glad you asked that question. There is a method to my madness. I believe every woman is a mother whether you recognize it or not. Notice, glory to God, notice in my introduction, I dealt with the spiritual side first, and then I connected the natural side. Every woman in the body of Christ is pregnant with a spiritual baby in her womb. Every woman has some type of gift, some type of talent, some type of ability that's on the inside of her. Either it's on the inside or you've already given birth to that baby. And it's your assignment to nurture that baby. It's your assignment to take care of that baby. It's your assignment to raise that baby up. You may be saying, Pastor, I still don't understand what you're talking about. Some of you have a business that you're impregnated with. Some of you have some type of witty invention that God has given you. Some of you have some type of dream, some type of aspiration, some type of motivation, whether it's ministry, whether it's marketplace evangelism, whatever it may be, God has given you a baby, and it's time for you to move out on the assignment that God has given you. It's time for you to walk in the anointing that God has placed on your life. It's time for you to stop being fearful. It's time for you to lay aside all the excuses. It's time for you to be delivered from all the warfare that's in your mind, and it's time for you to walk in dominion because God has given each and every one of you dominion, power, and authority to advance the kingdom of God. If you look in our world as I close, you see that we have a vice president that's a female. That wasn't just something that was done. God was trying to let us know something. He was trying to let us know there's a changing of guard. There's a shift that's taking place. And for too long, women have been pushed aside, standing on the, the sidelines. And God says, no, in this season, it's time for women to get back in their rightful place, to stand alongside man, to walk alongside man in advancing the kingdom of God and producing the heart, the mind, and the will of God in the earth. And today, I don't want you to be afraid. Yes, there's order to everything. There's, there's protocol to everything. It's the difference between man's protocol and God's protocol. And God never intended for woman to be abused, to be downtrodden, to be rejected, to be pushed aside. And I don't understand. I don't understand. How could a man try to dominate and walk all over a woman when God never utilized a man to carry a baby in their womb for nine months? Never chose a man to feed a baby while it's in their womb. Truth of the matter is, man can't take all the pain that a woman takes half of the time. 
Y'all don't want to talk back to me. Women go through so much. They wear so many hats. A woman can work a 12-hour day, come home, still cook, do laundry, do homework with the kids. Y'all not talking back to me. When a man, after working a 12-hour day, all they want to do is take a shower, get in the bed, eat, and go to sleep. Weaker vessel does not mean weak like you think. <laughs> it doesn't mean weak like you think. It means weak in the sense of there's some things I can't handle that I need you to handle. Glory to God. It means that I wasn't created to to carry some of the things you've been created to carry. But it does not mean weak in the sense that I'm supposed to be pushed aside. That's why you can see a single woman raise four boys with no man around. <laughs> and even though a woman can't raise a man, but God will give a single woman wisdom on how to put those boys around other men that can raise them up and mature them and develop them. There's something about a woman. A woman is so important that God relates the church to a woman. And you say, Pastor, why are you, why are you preaching a message like this. It's because I want our mothers, I want our women to know how important you are in the earth. How important you are to us. And none of this might not even make sense to you right now, but when you go to work during this week, when you sit in the boardroom and you sit around some male chauvinists, all these points are going to come back to you where you can walk in that office, you can walk in that meeting, you can walk in that boardroom with boldness and confidence, knowing that you are a kingdom citizen and that God has given you dominion, God has given you power, and God has given you authority. And today I want to pray for our women especially on today. I want to pray that God give you the boldness that's, that's necessary to produce the assignment that has given you. I want to pray that God give you the strength. I want, I want to pray that you know the importance of, of who you are in the earth. I want, you, I want to pray that you realize how necessary you are. There's a woman in the car with you. Just, just look at him and say, you are necessary. You are necessary. You are necessary. You need it. Not only are you needed, you're wanted. The world needs you. The world needs you. The world needs your voice. The world needs your creativity. The world needs your thoughts. The world needs you. And for the last several weeks, we've been teaching on the subject entitled Deliverance Now. We gave you two definitions for the word deliverance. One is to be drawn out. You remember that? And one is to be snatched out. To be drawn out is a process you have to participate. You have to participate in because, because you are responsible for putting yourself in that that situation that you got tied up in. See, the reason why women have to go through a lot of what, what they go through is because you're responsible for what's taking place now in the earth. <laughs> I know y'all don't like that. <laughs> that's, 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 that's why. 
So God had to, to take you through the drawing out process. But I believe that you've been through the process and now he's snatching you out. Glory to God. I believe he's snatching you out. Where now he's getting involved and you coming out immediately. The process is sped up. Glory to God. He's snatching you out now and he's, he's putting you in places of influence. He's putting you in places where your voice can be heard. He's putting you in places where you realize and you recognize, you know what, I'm, I'm necessary. And I want to make that de declaration here in this parking lot for the, for the point of praise. The women that's a part of the point of praise. I believe you know it, but I, I want the enemy to know that you are necessary in this ministry. You are necessary. I'm not talking about just being in the kitchen. I'm not just talking about cleaning bathrooms. I'm not just talking about scaling fish. I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you're necessary in the advancement of the kingdom of God. You're necessary. Yup, we're going to have women pastors in this church. I'm letting you know. we Those that have a pastoral ministry, a pastoral grace, a pastoral anointing, yup, there's going to be opportunities for you to serve on that level. You say, how in the world could a woman serve on that level, the truth of the matter is women have a higher level of sensitivity than men. Who else to nurture people? Oh, y'all not, I know y'all don't like this because it goes against tradition and it goes against religion, but that's, that's good. That's what we're going against, man-made tradition and man-made religion because you have a call of God on your life and you're necessary. Stop what you're doing. Bow your heads. Close your eyes. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you today. We thank you for your word today, which is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. It gives us direction. It gives us insight. It frees us. It liberates us. God, we thank you for your word today. Father, we thank you for removing all boundaries, all, all limitations from the life of our women. We thank you for giving them access to major opportunities. We thank you for promoting them in the kingdom of God. We thank you for promoting them in the marketplace. God, we thank you, God. We, we thank you for, oh God, shifting them and propelling them into new dimensions and enlarging their territories. Father, we rebuke the spirit of fear. We rebuke the spirit of intimidation, God. We cast the devil out of their minds, oh God. We come against every negative thought, God, every thought that will shift them out of place. Father, align our women up back to your original intent for them, oh God, to have dominion, oh God, to be fruitful, to multiply, to subdue, God. We stir up their creativity, God, right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for giving them witty inventions. We thank you for giving them creative ideas. We thank you for giving them a boldness, oh God, to move forward in those things that you've assigned them to do and to operate in and to function in in the earth realm, God. And we declare that no weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper. Father, we declare and decree that this is their season. This is their day. This is their, their opportunity. This is their chance, oh God, to move forward, oh God, and what you've called them to do, God. And we thank you for it. And we praise you for it, God. And we thank you for your favor surrounding them as a shield. We thank you for your blood covering them, God. We give your name glory. We give your name honor. And we give your name praise in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give God praise on today. Come on, let's praise him. Come on, let's praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. I believe with all of my heart. I believe it's a new day. I believe it's a new season. I believe it with all of my heart. And there may be some, someone watching today. There may be a male and or a female. 
that's watching right now, I want you to know that it is your season, it's your day, it's your time to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. God is ready to come into your life. He's ready to change you. He's ready to liberate you. He's ready to free you. He's ready to remove all limitations. You can't do it by yourself, but you need the help and the assistance of God. You need to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It may be someone in this parking lot right now that you have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You need him in your life on today. Everything I preached about, you cannot operate it in. You can't function in without having Jesus Christ in your life. Today, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's, it's real simple. The Bible lets you know if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Christ Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. With the heart, man believeth. With the mouth, confession is made known unto to God. If you're that individual, you say, I'm, I'm Pastor, I'm ready to receive him. I'm ready, I'm ready to give my life to him. I need you. Those of you that are on our Facebook live platform, those of you that are on our Instagram uh, platform, just put, put right in the comment area, it's me. It's me. And those of you, you're in the parking lot, you want to receive him as, as Lord and Savior, just slip your hand right out the window. I'm not going to embarrass you. It just let, it identifies that you want to you receive Jesus Christ. He's ready to come in your life. I just want to pray for you uh, on this morning. This is the day of your salvation. Just slip your hand right out the window. That just lets me know. Pastor, I'm ready to receive Jesus Christ in my life on today. I want to pray for those individuals right there on our Facebook platform. I need you to repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that God has raised Christ Jesus from the dead just for me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my life right now and save me. Thank you, Lord, for changing my heart, for changing my mind, for changing my soul, for changing my spirit. Say, Satan, take your hands off my mind. Take your hands off my soul. Take your hands off my spirit. I belong to God. Come on, say it with boldness. I belong to God. I belong to God right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. If you repeated that prayer after me, we want to welcome you into the body of Christ. Come on, let's welcome those that have just received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Come on, let's, let's welcome them into the body of Christ. Listen, if you repeated that prayer right in the common area, just put the word new B, N-E-W-B. And I also need you to follow these instructions. Listen to the details of these instructions. I need you to text 845-209-1303. Again, text 845-209-1303. Right in the comment area, right there in the message area, put the word newbie, N-E-W-B. And someone from our aftercare team will be in contact with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. We want to come alongside you and assist you in your Christian walk. So again, text 845-209-1303. Right there in the message area, put the word new B, N-E-W-B, and someone from our aftercare team will be in contact with you within the next 24 to 40 hours. Come on, let's celebrate God for them one more time. Hallelujah. All right. Listen, before we receive our, our tithes uh, and our offering, Mother Walker is here. Mother Walker is here. Yeah, Mother Walker is here. And we attempted to celebrate our church mother earlier in our, our worship experience, but they hadn't arrived yet, and we were a little worried about you and thank God for Deacon Shelton reaching out to you and thank God that you made it here safely. Deke was taking his time getting here this morning. He said, I'm just going to drive 30, 40 miles an hour and take my time and, and, and get here on this morning. Glory to God. That's my buddy Deacon Walker. That's the father of our church. But we want to recognize and, and honor 
Not those yet. Not those yet. We coming with those. He about to he about to give mother all the roses. Glory to God. Not, not yet. Not yet. We we coming. We coming there in in a second. But we want to celebrate God for our church mother. She is faithful. She's committed to the point of praise and has been faithful for years. And we thank God and we love her and and we want to make sure that we give her her flowers while she can smell them. And and we have also we have a card with something special uh, in the card for for mother and and then my my wife and myself we have something that we want to give mother to. We want to load mother up on today. Come on, let's 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 show mother how much we love her and appreciate her. We can't do it like we would do it if we were in the church building, but we coming to you, mother. We coming to you, mother. We want to bless you uh, on this morning. Our senior pastor is going to give you a special gift. You have something you want to say to her, Pastor? Mother, you are so special to all of us. And we're so grateful that you are here. We're a little bit concerned because we know you are an on-time lady. But we're grateful that you're here and we love you. And we say happy Mother's Day to you. God bless you. God bless you, Ma. This is a little heavy. This is a little heavy. It's like a million dollar worth of coins in here. No, I'm just. <laughs> so I'm going to put this in the, in the back seat for you so you don't have to carry that. But we love you and we appreciate you, Mother. Come on, one more time. Let's the wor- let the world know that we love our church, Mother. Yeah, we love our church mother. Glory to God. Well, it's opportunity time. It's opportunity time. This is a time where we return our tithe and we give our offering on today. And we know that we like to give electronically. Um, uh, so we ask that everybody that could please sow your seeds, return your tithe electronically. But there may be a couple of individuals that don't know how to use uh, technology. And if you're one of those individuals, you don't know how to use uh, technology uh, and you need a tithing and an offering uh, envelope, just slip your hand out of the uh, window and one of our parking lot attendants will bring you a tithing and an offering envelope. I pray. Yes, we have one right here in, in the back. Yes, Brother George. Brother George has that individual. Georgie Porgy, he running. What do you got, flip-flops on for Brother George? Georgie Porgy, that's one. But anybody else need a, a tithing or offer envelope? You already have one? Okay, we'll receive them as we exit uh, on today. Somebody else, we have someone here. Yeah, Brother Todd. He has you. Anybody else, you need a tithing and an offering uh, envelope? Those of you that don't need a tithing and an offering envelope and you know how to give electronically, what you can do is you can text your seed. You can text it to 845-253-9216. We need another one over here, sir. 845-253-9216. Right there in the message area. Put the amount that the Holy Spirit will lead you to give. $50, $100, $1,000, $2, whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to give. We know the tithe is 10% of everything that the Lord has blessed us with. God gets a dime out of every dollar, and he lets us know that he'll open up the windows of heaven, pour us out blessings we have room enough not to receive. He will rebuke the devourer for our namesake. He has stopped the, the tricks, the plans, and the schemes of the enemy that he's designed to destroy you and take you out. It may not always come with money, but it will come with divine protection. He'll open doors that no man can shut. He'll give you creative ideas and witty inventions, glory to God, that will bring prosperity and increase in your life. They used to sing a song when I was coming up as a little boy. You can't beat God given no matter how you try. The more you give, the more he'll give unto you. And so it's our responsibility to continue to sow and advance in the kingdom of God. We're doing some amazing things here at the point of praise Family Life Center. You see right behind you, there's a solar field that sits on about 11, 11 acres behind us. It provides solar energy for this, this Ulster County region. 
And we thank God for that. We have a food pantry that's open every Saturday. We provide a food truck that comes once a month. I believe we have a, one food truck that's coming within the next, next couple of weeks. We're doing a lot down here in this region. So your seeds are going into good ground. They're going into good ground. And so we, they come twice a month now. It was only once a month, and then we increased to twice a month. Thank you, Mother Giles. So now we're serving this community twice a month with a, with a food truck. God is doing some, some awesome things here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. And there's more to come. Somebody shout, there's more to come. There's more to come. There's more, more to come. And so we're going to pray over your gifts. After we pray over your gifts, what we're going to do is we're going to dismiss. You're going to follow the direction of our parking attendants. And we're going to give each woman or uh, each mother uh, a rose as you exit out of the parking lot uh, on today. We wanted to show you in a special way how much we love you and we appreciate uh, all the mothers on today. Come on, one more time. Let's celebrate all the mothers. All the mothers. Glory to God, all the mothers. So let's, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this opportunity to sow seeds into the kingdom. Father, we declare jobs and better jobs, houses and land, inheritances and estates. God, we declare increase, overflow, more than enough, and much, much more. We declare that every need is met, every way is made, and every door is open. And we give your name glory, honor, and praise for it. Father, we thank you, for we declare that this week is blessed, prosperous, and successful, full of praise reports and testimonies of victory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We pray that you have an awesome week on today. We thank you so much for coming. Let's be on our Bible study. Our senior pastor is doing a wonderful job each week teaching us on Tuesday night. We're beginning our teaching on the art of evangelism, and we know that this is our year of the harvest, so we need everybody to please be on our Zoom platform this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. as we launch our new teaching. I believe the Holy Spirit has something that he wants to say to us to help assist in us advancing the kingdom of God. We need to learn all the principles that's going to be taught on Tuesday night. So again, join us Tuesday night at 7 p.m. for our Bible teaching. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.